How do you know when you need to go a new direction? Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. If you are a fan of this show and you've been watching for years and you haven't yet left me a five-star review and followed on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, would you do me a favor and do that now? I was not sure if I wanted to do this episode. I tend to want to wait until I've sort of landed before I say things out loud. I'm going to write first before I dare record and talk later. But if you're hanging around and you're paying attention, you know that things are changing. And I want to honor your attention and gift you and fill in the what might be blank spaces between all the lines. I want to dare to open my mouth and trust that what comes out is helpful. Things are changing. And I started this out with like, how do you know when you need to change direction? And the simple response to that is, you just do. <laughs> you just know. And you know that I am all about you knowing. And if you don't know that, now you know. I want you to trust yourself. I'm going to share with you some pieces out of a book that I'm devouring right now. And it's by Seth Godin. And if you're on my email list, I'm quoting Seth Godin a lot. And this is not, I've jumped off the bandwagon of access consciousness into Seth Godin. This is, Seth is currently putting words to things that I have been craving. And so forgive me if I overquote Seth for the next six months. <laughs> um, but what is changing for me and the, and the, what I knew I've known that I needed to change direction or pivot or get specialized for quite some time now. And it's just gotten so loud that I can't ignore it. So that's what's happening. I am getting much more clear on what it is that I'm all about. And the questions I really started to ask myself are, if access consciousness went away tomorrow, who am I? What am I about? What can and will people find when they find me? What am I in service? What am I, what am I in the world serving? You know, what am I gifting? What is my gift? I've been really looking for more than just I'm an access consciousness facilitator because I am and I'm me. And so in doing that, I've been looking at when you find me, what is it that I am always going to be talking about and always going to be about? And, and when I look at me and I am in my world and I am in the service to a creative body of work, what is it that is just a generative source of energy for me? And out of that whole research into my own world has come a couple of things. I realized for a little while, I thought that I was a business and money mindset 
coach. You, you strip back the facilitation and you look at what I really want to do and you look at what I really want to talk about. Let's make this about me for a second. Then I'm going to make it about you. I'm like, I, I'm a business. I'm a business coach. And I am. I definitely am. Everybody that I end up working with is in business. So if you are in business, you are a, an existing coach or facilitator, you are an emerging coach or facilitator, you want to further clarify and scale your business, or you want to emerge from the shadows and start your business, I'm your girl. That is, that's my wheelhouse. I love it. I have all the tools and the resources to both facilitate stuff that comes up and coach you on practical steps to take. That's true. There's a deeper level to it for me that I wanted to share with you that I'm discovering that I think I had been hiding from myself unintentionally just with the focus and energy all being put into proliferating the access consciousness tools. And I want to be clear about something here. I am a 100% fan of access consciousness. I will always be a mouthpiece for those tools, whether or not I'm a certified facilitator of those tools. I actually don't know yet what I'm choosing regarding my certification, but it is being questioned. It has nothing to do with anything except where I'm going as a person and what I'm looking to create as my life. And so, so let's just put that in there as a like, Access consciousness is an incredible energy in the world. And now what I want to add to it is, and so am I. And this journey is about me claiming that I am as incredible an energy and I want this energy to be in the world. Now, where can I start with making this energy bigger? And number three or four, what is this energy? What is it we're talking about here? As I got into Seth Godin's book, The Practice, highly recommend, um, I realized that he was speaking to me and that he was speaking the words that I speak to you in a different way. And I, for all of us that are going through a, a pivot right now, a transformation, a metamorphosis, a pivotal tipping point in our lives, this is for you too. And this is a, a section in the book, section number 23, that's called imposter syndrome is real. Bear with me here as I check my audio settings. Yes, good. I'm recording on the good mic. Imposter syndrome is real. He goes, imposter syndrome is a sign that you're healthy and that you're doing important work. It means that you're trusting the process and you're doing it with generosity. Confidence isn't the same as trust in the process. Confidence is a feeling we get when we imagine that we have control over the outcome. When, Joel, when Joe Namath guaranteed that he would lead the Jets to the Super Bowl, he was sharing his confidence with the media. Every pro athlete is confident, but more than half of them lose. Every game, every tournament has confident entrants who don't win. Requiring control over external events is a recipe for heartache and frustration. Worse, if you need a guarantee you're going to win before you begin, you'll never start. So the alternative is to trust the process, to do our work with generosity and intent, and to accept every outcome, the good ones as well as the bad. Yes, you are an imposter, but you are an imposter acting in service of generosity. 
seeking to make things better. When we embrace imposter syndrome, instead of working to make it disappear, we choose the productive way forward. The imposter is proof that we are innovating, leading, and creating. Number one, I realize that I feel like an imposter half the time. <laughs> Raise your hand if you're with me. <laughs> Number two, I recognize that I am leading forward just in what I know. Number three, I recognize that what I'm leading forward in is that everyone who's willing to have it have access to their creative ability and the trust in themselves that is available and the practice of putting your art in the world as much as you are willing and able. That for me, like basically sums up what I am about and what this business is about moving forward. I think what this business has always been about, what I've always been about, that I'm just now starting to get the words for. You know, to just speak really clearly, I've been in a real conflicted space for the last little bit. You guys all know from following my content that, you know, the last two years of my life, three years of my life since we moved to Latin America have been very, very tumultuous. And they were tumultuous for all kinds of reasons. We added a bunch of stress to our lives. Uh, I was incredibly reactive. All of the unconscious reactivity that was in my world just emerged to change. You know, during that time that the, the big five elements got exposed in access consciousness and I just used those tools and talked about those tools like a motherfucker. I took a big loan and I put all this pressure on myself and I paid it off. And what happened in the, the the absolute turning point was I, I gathered all my pennies together and paid off the last bit of this loan and literally inside myself just collapsed. I was done. Now this was about August of 2023. So if you go back and listen to those shows, you can probably, maybe you may or may not hear it. I proceeded to have a couple of months there where I was incredibly depressed. And what ended up coming out of that a couple months later was, you, you can actually hear this on the, the Crystal Crawford shows that I did, was, was this big demand of myself. After a couple months of being depressed, I was like, okay, whoa, 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 something's got to shift here. I made a big demand of myself. I'm like, nope, we're going forward. I am generating the energy of the life that I want my life to be. I consciously got up and I did my energy pull every day and I was like on fire. Here's what's really cool about that energy pulls absolutely 100% work. And one of the things I noticed, I, I invented the energy pull that I created and did every morning. So I recorded it, I invented it, I, I absolutely sat down with myself, I got the sense of what I want my life to be like. One of the first things that popped out to me after I recorded that energy pull was that nowhere in my energy pull was traveling and facilitating classes. Now, for those of you guys that know Access Consciousness, you know that traveling and facilitating classes is a huge piece of being a facilitator. I also love it. When I'm in front of you guys and I get to facilitate you, it's fucking amazing. But when I sat down and I just let myself be me, nowhere in that energy pull was that work. What was in the energy pull was a way of bringing in income that allowed me to live in the part of the city I wanted to live in, spend most of my day the way that I wanted to spend it, um, and do work that was online. 
I may have met you online. You might be watching this online. I have been a proponent and a, a cultivator of online business for a really, really long time. But when I did that energy poll and then I did the poll like seven times in a row and started to realize what I was pulling in, I realized this is not about being a facilitator. This is about having an online coaching business that essentially runs itself. Now, I believe I'm about five years in the future with that. My sense is that that's about five years in the future. But the reason I tell you that is that moment, that demand I made and the energy pull that I started to do for what I want my life to be like started changing my life. And from that moment, and I had to really kind of look back at this, two things happened around August, September of last year. Two things happened. The first thing was the paying the loan off and going, I'm done. Now, a few days ago, I talked to a friend of mine and she asked me a question about that moment. And she said, um, well, we looked at that because anytime you're done like that, it closes everything down. You are literally done. Like we don't take ourselves literally and we are literal. And we went and looked at that moment and she said, did you in that moment accomplish everything that you came to this earth to accomplish up till now? Like, were you done? And it got so light. You guys know what's light for you is true for you. It got so light and I just tears of relief poured down my face. I was like, I was literally done. And that was the sensation in my world after I paid off that loan. I'm like, I'm literally done. I'm done with everything that I came here to do. I'm done. So I did. I spent the next two months dying. <laughs> I mean, I didn't take myself literally enough to recognize in that, in that moment that I had finished my job on earth. But when we looked back on it and that was acknowledged, everything got lighter. So this was about four or five days ago. I sat with that because right after that, two months of being done and dying, I made a demand and I started creating again, but nothing was quite working, number one, in the way that it could. And number two, I was still trying to do things in the way that I had before. And number three, I had added an energy pull of what I wanted my life to be like. So I was consciously creating about what I wanted my life to be like. So, so I had this pull of being done with, the, with what I'd come to the planet to do. I was done with that. I was cultivating this new energy in my life, but none of that was really and totally connecting yet. So I spent the next four months kind of, kind of crossed, right? Like I was still moving forward and still being the, you know, I'm the, you, you know me, I'm bulldozer that I am. And I'm still like, okay, we're going, we're going. And I'm like, but it's not really working. It was like trying to run a marathon with a friggin' 50 ton bag of rocks. And, <laughs> and so I finally called a friend five days ago and I'm like, can you look at this with me? And we started to uncover it. And that's when things, you know, a week ago is when things really started to get more clear for me, which is why I'm here now sharing it with you. <sighs> Up until now, I've always shared me with you. And I'm, I am, I get obsessed. I'm extreme. 
And so I've been obsessed for the last 10 years with, with access consciousness tools. They saved my life and, and I will, that will always be true. What's changed is I am now claiming, being, choosing to be obsessed with what I've always been obsessed about, which is changing the world, create, creating, and contributing to other people that are creating. And really along the lines of like unsticking you from slowing yourself down or stopping yourself or making yourself wrong and empowering you to trust yourself to go forward. I am an artist. I believe that you are an artist, no matter what your art is. And I want to live in a world where all the artists are free to be themselves as different as they are, as powerful as they are, as unique as they are. I want to live in a world of artists. <laughs> and you know what? There's a lot of lost arts, the lost art of conversation, the lost art of relationship, the lost art of, you know, connecting ideas, the lost art of everything that you're good at is a, is an art form that is more or less lost. We've, we are facing a moment in history where we are going to come out of the dark ages. The dark ages are going to get worse before they get better. But after the dark ages comes a renaissance and the renaissance is full of art. And I am one of the leaders of the renaissance. And I personally believe that you are one of the leaders of the renaissance. That doesn't mean I want you to follow me. That just means that I'm going to claim that I have a boldness and a brashness and a wildness and a willingness to create forward when I can't quite see the path. And that's all a leader is. Someone who's willing to put their art in the world and keep going. I have that. So, so I will choose that. And I don't know that it's going to change that much how you experience me. It will definitely change for me how I experience myself because I'm no longer conflicted. <laughs> and I guess the dominant thing that will change is that I will, I will no longer be only talking about access consciousness tools. I will include all the other conversations that I believe are essential and nourishing to our spirit. You know, four or five days ago when this all changed, I had the session and the conversation. Thank fuck for access consciousness and access consciousness facilitators. You know who you are. I, I felt starved. I was starving. And I went looking for the energy that I was looking for. You know, when I get into these big pivotal changes, one of the first places I'll go to try to find what I'm looking for is I'll, I'll, I'll head into marketing, right? I'll, I'll start doing webinars and reading books and like really learning more stuff. And, and honestly, five days ago, I could not pick up another marketing book. Like I didn't want to have another conversation about pivoting my business, pumpkin planning my business, marketing, 100K offer, nothing. Don't talk to me about marketing. But I needed something. And I went searching on my podcast app and I the word creative popped into my head. And I stumbled onto this podcast called The Creative Pep Talk 
But then out of that, it led me to uh, Seth Godin, who I knew, I've known for a long time. Most of you know Seth Godin, brilliant, creative guy who literally has written a blog post every single day for the last, I don't even know, divide 9,000 blog posts by 352 days in a year. So he's literally just written consistently for the last however long. And, and then, so I started getting into this material and it was like my soul was lapping it up. I was starving. My creative well was absolutely dry and I was starting to fill it with something that I didn't even know I was missing. And I think the thing that I'm really getting a huge awareness around is, and I don't, I don't think I'm alone in this, is how much we've put our energy into hustling for the next dollar of feeling kind of tied and trapped to the way we've created our life so far that we have to show up for it. Um, and, and possibly being a little trapped, you know, because there's certain things we just won't let ourselves do, right? We're not going to let ourselves be homeless. We're not going to let our kids go without a roof. We're not going to let our husband dwindle, dwindle away, right? There's certain things that we're just not willing to live with. So on the altar of being responsible and caring folks who are committed to things, we sacrifice our own happiness, our own nurturance. But I'm aware that oh, there's a lot of us that are starving, like we're craving nourishment. And so I am choosing to be more of that for me and as a happy benefit for you. I'm, I'm forming what that looks like. I'm forming my new kind of social media thing. I, I want you to be able to come to my channel and my, my networks and like feed almost like receive, um, mana for your soul. You know, I want my classes to be supportive and practical and empowering of you and what you want to be in the world and what you want to create in the world. And all of it is deeply informed by access consciousness, all of it, because I am deeply informed by access consciousness. I am I grew up there. And so I'm not leaving, but I'm leaving, but I'm not leaving, but I'm leaving. I'm leaving who I was. And I am, I am who I am now. I'm sure this will change again. I'm sure I, the one thing I can count on is that I will always change. What I'm also sure of is that I'm committed to growing this energy and what you can partake in as this energy in a way that I never have been before. So I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. I'm new. And so if you need to share this with somebody who is, you know, pivoting or hesitant about their next move, who's really suspicious that everything needs to change, but is maybe afraid or, you know, holding their choice in the shadows because they're not sure if they even want to share it with themselves, please share this with them. If you could support me and this show by subscribing and liking and leaving a review, I would be so grateful. And if you could support you 
by really, really looking at what is it you want your life to be like, I would be so grateful. If you need an exercise to facilitate that for yourself, you can go to energypulls.com. If you need a session, I'm here. If you need coaching, I'm here. And I would encourage you to get on my email list, go to theawarenesschallenge.com, go to infinitebeingschool.com and stay connected because that is really where I'm going to be delivering most of what's coming down the pipeline. That's where you can stay connected in real time. I adore you. Like and comment and share and let's build this energy more in the world.